Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, romance in movies. Sounds Sounds fake, fake, but okay. okay. Welcome back to the pod. I wanted to say, like, my eggs, but, like, that's not... I mean, Meg is a word. What about my arch, my arch by the band formerly known as the Dixie Chicks? We can do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's just not in the mind. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Sarah. I haven't talked to you or recorded a podcast with you in so long. It's been, what, 16 hours? Yeah. Since we last recorded a podcast? Yeah. So for those of you who don't already know, we were guests on the Bacon and Eggs, it's called Bacon and Eggs, a movie lover's podcast, uh, this week. And we talked about Longer Games Mocking J Part 2. <laughs> but really, we talked about how Katniss is super arrow ace. We just we talked about, about how it. Katniss is super arrow ace. We spoiled literally every major franchise. <laughs> it was a good time, um, but it was a very good time. So uh, hit up uh, that and yes. follow Bacon and Eggs on the internet. They're lovely yeah. people. They're very nice people. Go be friends. Apparently, a ton of our listeners already are also their listeners, and there was, like, this huge crossover we didn't know about, so join that, yeah. I guess. Join that. Uh, and at least one of the hosts of Fagan and Eggs is in our Discord, so... Yeah, he's been you know, chilling. Just, just be a part of it. <laughs> yeah. With that said, uh, Kayla, what are we talking about this week? Well, we wanted to stay on theme with movies for anyone that is joining us from Bacon and Eggs. Wanted to make this a smooth transition for you. Smooth. As you join us. Inside of my brain. A smooth brain. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Um, so something we talked about in the Bacon and Eggs podcast, I guess spoilers if you haven't listened to it yet. Maybe pause, go listen to it, come back. Maybe just listen to ours and then listen to theirs. Make sure you come back, though. I want your listen. Um, <laughs> I want those stats. Anyway, something we talked about, or I ranted about, was how like all movies feel the need to have this like romantic plot line kind of like chilling in the background. And I was like, listen, I am a hopeless romantic person. I do love a romance story, and so does Sarah. Like Sarah yeah. has her ships, and but- and a good romance subplot is totally chill we yeah we love it but when it's when it feels forced is is what we have beef with yeah what i have beef with is that it sometimes feels forced and that for some reason like writers and directors are like well there's this perfectly fine action movie but oh we forgot that love plot line gonna put it in last minute like you it would just be better if you didn't yeah, like they, they feel like they must include it in any given movie or any given book or any given series for it to be good or successful. And I think that's bullshit. Yeah, it's simply not true. So today I pitched to Sarah that we talk about what we can do alternatively. If Hollywood feels the need for there to be one plot line that's in every movie, 
I guess that's mm-hmm. fine. Like, maybe don't do that. But we'll give them a slow transition as well out of it. And we'll just give them something that's not romance. So we're going to be trying yeah. to figure out the perfect plot line, background plot line that can be in every movie that isn't romance. That isn't romance, exactly. And, you know, I think the, the, the thing about romance that a lot of people find compelling is, you know, it's, it's relationships, you know, but the the, the the other plot lines, why is your phone making so much noise? My computer, I was trying to turn off notifications on my computer, and then it made more noise as I tried to get it to shut up. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, relationships. Relationships. You can have plenty of interesting things that happen with relationships that aren't romantic. Uh, let me just start us off with that segue. Mm-hmm. Uh a, a plot line that all movies could have as a secondary, as, as a B-plot, is um, a character discovers that they have a secret identical twin that they didn't know about. That's good. Yeah. And mind you, this, of course, will have nothing to do with plot A. Because no, plot no. B, romance plot B, somehow never has to do with the real plot of the movie. So neither yeah. will these. It will just be completely it, in the background making no sense. It may overlap vaguely, but it'll be like, oh, look, there's this character that like happens to look like me. It doesn't have anything to do with the other plot. But uh, wait, not, are we it, twins? <laughs> it will not move the story along at all. No. It just no, is it there. Yeah. Just uh, there. I think my first suggestion is um, that a a background character, a side character, uh, will appear halfway through the movie and everyone will act like they've been there the whole time, but you as the viewer are like, they haven't. So it's the room, essentially. The room effect. Yes. But every movie. Yes. But every movie. Honestly, if every movie were a little bit more like the room. I think we um, could all sleep better. We could all sleep better. Has Bacon um, and Eggs I covered would... the room? Oh my god. Do we need to go back on Bacon and Eggs? Because if they haven't, I'm demanding room? I come back. Let me look it up. Oh, The Room is a glorious, glorious movie. Although, I, I feel like if all, if all movies are more like The Room, um, I, I might know that explode. Have. Hold on. Bro. Oh, Kayla, Kayla's we're, really going to look this one we're up. We're coming back. We're coming back to talk about The Room. <laughs> I also I mean, want to, I don't think they have. I also want to go back to talk about cats because dumpster fire. Anyway. But you won't let me talk about Stick It? I said you could go talk about Stick It without me. I just wouldn't <sighs> be on that episode. Uh. <laughs> anyway, this episode is really just a pitch for us going back on Bacon and Eggs. <laughs> that's, that's, yep, that's it. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this and you listen to Bacon and Eggs, go tweet them that we're coming back. <laughs> We're just we're just showing up now. It's a four-person podcast now. Sorry, we are showing up. Uh, yeah. So I think someone just uh, shows up halfway through. Okay, I think another option is uh, a a character like a like a telemarketer shows up and is like, "You owe forty thousand dollars of fill in the blank type of debt." It's not a telemarketer. I'm aware. Okay. But I mean like I I mean like a scammer. That's okay. what I mean. Like one of those people I mean that like, emails you and is like, Can you go buy me some gift cards? Yes. But but because this is a film right. it needs they need to, to be show more up. visual. Sure. So they need to show up. That's fair. um 
and uh, they show up and they're like, you owe $40,000. And they just like keep annoying this person. And they're just like, can you, like, I know, like, I have other debt. It's separate. I'm paying that off right now. Or like, you have $40,000 of car debt. And it's like, I've never owned a car. Like, you know, it's just, they're just kind of annoying them the whole time. They just keep coming up to the main character. And the main character is like, this is a rom-com. Just kidding. That's yeah. not what we're doing this is a murder mystery please i'm trying to solve a murder (laughs) please i'm trying to solve the murder i don't even own a car (laughs) please i didn't go to college how would i have college debt oh no uh i think my next suggestion also has to do with murder i think because i love a good murder mystery i love a good true crime so i think there should just be like a really dramatic murder in the middle of every movie and like you as the watcher will be like we should be focusing on this more but all of the characters are like eh, it's fine don't we'll get back to is the it, real plot is it a murder of like a major character like a like a side character but like okay. you definitely notice it and they talk about it in the movie being like a very dramatic bad murder but then everyone just seems to move on. Okay. You know what that made me think of? Um the it's a it's a quote from Knives Out that I recently ran across on the internet where uh what's his face the detective he goes it makes no damn sense compels me though. <laughs> and I'm like that's me. That's my my dumbass brain not understanding a single thing. That's me. <laughs> See, that's like me about you, though. Like, it, you make no sense to me, but you do compel me. Nice. I'm nice. compelling. <laughs> oh, no. Now I'm just thinking about getting stressed about Animal Crossing again. Yeah, me and Sarah had a long text today about how Sarah... And I mean, I get stressed out by Animal Crossing, too. It has literally made me sweat before, but... uh, I I get... I'm the kind of person where when I'm faced with a decision, I freeze and I I don't make any decisions. Sarah couldn't Um, even plant flowers in Animal Crossing for a while because (laughs) it was... And I was like, you can literally dig them up and put them anywhere else. And she simply could not. Yeah, no, uh, and I I would say as a general rule, you are a more anxious person than I am, but when faced with uh, decisions, yeah, even if rockets. they don't matter, it really just, we just flip right around and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, there's that. Anyway, um, I think another option could be... Um, just like a sinkhole, just mm. uh, somewhere, uh, it, some sort of, uh, location that you go to multiple times in this film, there's just a bit of a sinkhole problem and they just kind of have to deal with that on the side. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's that, the, what's that movie, the, the one where <clears throat> Emma Watson, it's an apocalyptic movie and Emma Watson has a bat and she's swinging it and they're like it's Hermione Granger and it's it's like those people yeah I know like what the 21 Jump talking. Street people yeah I know what you're talking about but I don't know the name of it that movie has a sinkhole in it oh I just thought of that you know what else has a sinkhole the good place you know what has a lot of holes is holes holes yeah that's true the movie holes well because the, the first suggestion Kayla texted to me was uh just dig holes yeah, and I was like, that's just the plot of Holes. Yeah, but 
consider if it was like a B plot, like action movie, action movie, we're yeah. shooting people, we're fighting. But in the background, there's just like a lot of people digging holes and they never and explain it's like, it. What are you digging the holes for? Like, are you going to put something in but them? They like, like never like, even we're ask. just digging. But like the thing is, they don't yeah. even ask. They yeah, that's it's, it's what the audience asks. Right. But there is no explanation within the canon. No, it's of, just like super the film always happening. Yeah. What yeah, if, I think that's good. What if a background one was that there was just like a really big snake that was like terrorizing the area, but it was also- Like a Godzilla snake? A little smaller than that. Okay. Like really big for a snake, but not like monster sized. But like- Okay. It is like- Like a human-sized snake? Yeah, and it is, like, slithering around town killing people, but that is not the point of this family drama, we're adopting a child, and we love God very much Christian movie. There just happens to be. Well, no, because then we get into some, like, biblical things. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of those, like, Christian movies, they have a lot of biblical Never mind. It's not a family drama Christian movie. It's, like, a teen pregnancy movie, but there's also a snake eating everyone. Um, have you seen that video that's recently been going around of how that one snake trying to slither, but it's like on something super slippery and he can't go anywhere, so it's like he's on a treadmill? No. I've seen that. Okay. Uh, I think another option, uh, where I'm going to stay on the snake front. Okay. Another option could be a snake, um, keeps biting people, but the venom turns out to be orange juice. Hmm. And it's like... People are like, oh, no, something bad's going to happen to me. And then they're like, wait, why does it smell like orange juice? And like, that seems like a main plot, though. As I was saying it, it did. (laughs) It did seem to grow more important. Well, what kind of movie do you think that would be a B plot for? Paint me a picture. A rom-com. Okay. (laughs) All right. So like they're on their first date. We don't don't need a romantic subplot in this rom-com. The subplot in the rom-com is a snake that that's venom is is orange juice. So they're like on their first date. They're about to have their first kiss. And then one of them gets bitten by the snake. And they're like, oh, my God, you're going to die. But then like, it's just orange juice. It's just orange juice. Yeah. Okay. And I think that could apply to other non-romantic movies as well. If we want to avoid romance entirely, I think that's also a possibility. Yeah, like you if could it's just like a have an orange juice snake. Yeah, if it's just like a a, a family drama, as you said earlier, maybe about adopting a child. This mm-hmm. is not Christian at all. Just you know, just a, just a fact, couple adopting a child. It would be a atheist, an atheist movie. Oh, would it be atheist or agnostic? Actually, I think it would be. Um... What's it called? What are the people that worship the Satanist? devil called? Yeah, they're Satanists. But they don't really worship okay. the devil. It'd be Satanists. Have you ever read okay. up on Satanists, though? They're actually, like, pretty rad. Not really. Like, they don't actually, like... The point of it isn't to worship Satan. It's to, like, break radical barriers. Like, they're usually very hmm. diverse. And, like, they just want to say, like, separation of church and state. Like... Nice. They're not actually, like, scary at all. They're just, like... Did you know that the Quakers Democrats. are really woke? Who? The Quakers. Uh, I They're did not woke. know that. Well, I've told you that before, so oh. listen better. Okay. <laughs> I honestly, I think I said it on the podcast. Well, I'm sure someone will tell us. <laughs> anyway, uh, was that me? No, it's yes. your turn. It was, uh, so I think a good 
this would, I don't even know if this would be a subplot or just kind of the background of the whole movie. I think this could be like a fast and furious action type of movie. Um, but it does all take place underwater, but it's not like they're okay. mermaids and they do not ever address it. It just happens to be where it's set. Like nothing okay. mythical about the movie at all. Not a fantasy movie. Just underwater. Okay. Yeah. Good. I think another great option would be, we're talking, uh, for this concept, it's, it's, it's an indie movie. It's a very slow, understated, very, um, Italian neorealist in, in its approach. It just, I know it's sort words. of just, sure. yeah, it's just things happening. Like there's not much of a plot. It's just things happening. That's just the movie. But then in the background, like the TARDIS keeps coming in and out <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like, huh. That's interesting. But, like, the person getting on and off isn't any of the doctors that we recognize. So is it, like, is this someone else has stole a TARDIS? Is this a companion? Is this just a, 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 another doctor? Are we on 14 now? Um, th- that That's just kind of, like, happening in the background while there are, like, some children just, like, riding bikes around town. Mm. Uh, my next concept, let's see, I have a couple, I have a couple rolling around my brain. Which one should be I have first? none. They're all just coming straight out of my mouth. Well, I just thought of, like, two at once. Okay, I think, mm. here's my first one I'm going to say. It's, uh, like, a very old-timey, medieval fantasy, you know, Game of Thrones era, I guess. You got your dragons, okay. your princesses, whatever. But then mm. there's this subplot about this guy that has, like, a tech job with Apple, and, oh, he hates his job. Ugh, oh, my yeah. God. What a drag. What um, a drag. And that's the whole, just, like, the side character that really hates his job, being an IT guy with Apple. Yeah. No, I can I can see that absolutely happening. Um, I think another subplot would just be... Um, someone's headphones keep breaking and they don't know why they just keep like replacing them or getting them repaired um but what the audience knows that the the person doesn't know is that it's actually a ghost that's breaking all of their headphones um but they're just like oh my i'm cursed my headphones are breaking and it's just like a thing that just kind of happens and it just kind of gets in the way but as an audience we know that it's a ghost who's purposefully breaking their headphones i see uh so like no one else sees the ghost though. No, just just the audience. Huh. That's a good one because it's just like there's just been a ghost this whole time and we're not gonna address it. Right, like the audience is able to see it because we're like we're, it, it would be a situation where like the the point of view is omniscient, right? So we see everything that the characters don't see, um, and we can be like, hey, hey, there's a ghost who keeps chucking your AirPods in the river. But, you know, they don't know that. Huh. Um, my next one. Did you ever see Uncut Gems? No. I didn't like it. It was a very, I don't even know what to equate it to. Maybe like an Italian mob movie? I don't know. It was very serious, like people gambling a lot and having sex and like Adam Sandler being like crazy and like mob shit, I guess. So I guess I would... an uncut gem? Yeah. Um, No, there was like a literal uncut gem. Don't worry about it. So I think a movie like that or like an Italian mob movie, um, but like one of the background characters like suddenly in the middle of a movie gets like magical powers. uh, Okay. But like it is not. 
It is not addressed. It's not addressed. It just, like, they, they start using the magical powers to, like, help out, but, like, in a super, like, low-key way. Is that... Yeah. No, it's, like, saying? no, it's, like, pretty big. Like, they have this oh. whole transformation, and they're, like, I can fly now, but, like, and I'm gonna be a superhero. So now all of a sudden there's, like, a superhero in the middle of this, like, gritty mob movie. See, that seems a little bit like an A plot to me. No, it is the B plot. It's, like, I, one of I, the... It's, like, one of the background, like, one of the sidekick, like, henchmen of this mob man. I think for that to be B-plot, it needs to be a little more understated. Like, maybe their superpowers are that they can, like, like, telekinesis, but they can only lift stuff, like, six inches off the ground. Or, like, you know, like, it's a siren. Mm Mm-hmm. They can do a siren noise whenever they want. They can do it. Yeah, actually, we'll be keeping that one in. Yeah, they can do they can, when they open their mouth, sirens come out. <laughs> oh my out. god, that's the they can't talk anymore. They just open their mouth and it's sirens. Yeah, like like the Greek myth sirens, but uh, with with the sound of sirens. And there's also like a European siren um, mode where you can mm-hmm. switch it on. Oh, there's a little um, switch. You get to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's handy. And I, I'm not sure what other sirens sound like in other parts of the world, but if uh, if any of them are different, those can also be options. Yeah, there's just a whole little little button area where you can pick. What else could what else could be done? I think that a B plot that every movie should have is that there's a drought and everything turns to desert. What if that is the A plot, though? If it's the A plot and the B plot, <laughs> then you're going to have a lot of desert. I don't know what to tell you, my guy. A lot like, of drought. You're going to be super dry. Okay. Okay. It's, it's like a desert down there. Oh, don't, so sandy. Don't, don't quote our musical from six years ago. <laughs> I'm quoting your character, not mine. It's fair. Um, I also forgot what I was going to say. What if uh, there's a background character that, like, every minute of the movie gets, like, one inch taller? Good. Excellent. But not like a child. Like, this is like a fully no, grown adult. No, it's a full grown, already pretty tall man. Yeah. Uh, he um, just keeps getting bigger. Just keeps growing. Um, I also love the concept of uh, every single screen that we ever see in this movie, TV screen, phone screen, um, anything, is playing the B movie. This is But very it's never good. addressed. This is very good. It's never it's a B plot. Addressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is very good. I saw a thing on the internet today, I don't know how true it is, but where Netflix found out that someone had watched the B movie, like basically once a day for an entire year good and they were like what and apparently according to this story they literally contacted the person they were like what are you okay (laughs) and and i guess she had a baby that really liked the b movie that's so cute and it was like the only thing that would like calm it down and so she was just forced to just watch it on loop (laughs) man she must have that whole thing memorized i saw a thing on the internet where this girl was like, yeah, when I was a kid, I watched Shrek so often that I had the whole- But she hasn't memorized it. No, she 
She has. I. I. Sorry. I said. It, I said she has it memorized. It and that's uh-huh. not. No, you did. Con- I thought you said she has it. No. So she hasn't. She had it memorized where she could just yeah. sit in a room alone and she would call it like just watching the entire movie in her head. So she would yeah. just like be sitting there with her eyes closed, watching Shrek in her head, and her dad would be like, "What are you doing? Watching Shrek again?" And she'd be like, "Yeah, I'm at this part." Like, that's yeah, I've, fucking I've wild. That. I, uh, me and my sister watched a lot of Mary Poppins mm-hmm. as a child to the point that when my sister was like three or four, she could say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> and it was like, it was like her party trick. <laughs> my God. <laughs> like, I'm a three year old child <laughs> and I can say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> no. Just living life. I think. That there is a person similar to my tall idea that in every scene they're in, they put on another sweater. Mm. Uh, by the end of the movie, they're just real bulky. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think maybe uh, there should be a character who they're, they don't grow, but their pants get shorter every <laughs> okay. scene. And then by the end, they're wearing, like, short shorts. Like the old um, school basketball shorts? Yeah. Or, like, you know, a classic Daisy Duke. Like, it doesn't really matter. Just they have to be really short. And it's it's the same pair of pants. It's not like they're changing pants. Like, it's just the same pair of pants the entire time. Um, and also, like, takes place in, like, the dead of winter in, like, oh, no. uh, in, 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 like Colorado. So, like, they're, you oh, know, no. they, they're, they're, they're dealing with it. Um, but they just don't address it and they're just like, yeah, this is a, this is just a thing. And they don't even seem, they don't even seem cold at all. Like they seem unbothered. Right. Exactly. Like those, like those, those, those guys in high school who wear shorts year round. Oh my God. Just cause they were like. Yeah. For the, for those of you who are not from somewhere where there's like a real winter, um, and I guess if you went to like a school with uniforms, this wouldn't be the case. But uh, Kayla and I both had the experience where there was always like one or two guys in high school who refused to wear long pants, even if it was like negative ten degrees Fahrenheit. Just uh, like it, which was, is it was which is not that far off from negative ten degrees Celsius. Just for some context. <laughs> um, do you remember Sarah short shorts guy from college? I sure do. Did he wear shorts in the winter, too? I think I saw him wearing shorts a couple times in the winter. I do think I occasionally saw him in pants. He wore Um, some short shorts. He did wear some short shorts. He really did. Yeah. Oh, short shorts guy. Um, I think another B-plot that could happen is that the, the, the main character has a pet. But the type of pet just keeps changing. Oh, no. So, like, it's it's a cat. It's a dog. It's a rabbit. It's a turtle. And, like, it's a bird. But, like, it has the same name the entire time. But the the variety of pet it is just keeps changing. And it just gets weirder and weirder the whole movie. Yeah, like, you know, bearded dragon. And we're going to go for a, a, can you keep a jellyfish? I don't think you would I need would a really big it. tank. <laughs> I don't think I would. You'd need a big ass fucking tank. <laughs> but you know, like a lion, suddenly it becomes Tiger King. Yeah. 
suddenly it's we're we're talking to our cool cats and kittens i think thinking of tiger king that a good plot would be that like slowly all of the background characters just keep getting mullets like one side character gets a mullet then the next scene another one does and of course it's just never addressed alternatively say it's it's a period film that takes place in like the elizabethan era era Mm -hmm. every single character has a mullet yes good and it's just not explained like you know how when you go back and you watch Les Mis the 2012 movie like at the time you didn't realize how 2012 oh my um, god Eddie Redmayne's hair Eddie Redmayne's haircut was but like now when you look back on it you're like holy fuck his hair is so 2012 yeah um it's like like that but like every single character I like it yeah I don't know if that's so much of a, a B plot as just a, a feature. But. Yeah, I don't know that a lot of these are actual plots. <laughs> a lot of these lines. are just features. So, so much is just things happening in the background that aren't romance. Yeah. We support it. Yes. Anything but romance, am I right, ladies? Anything but romance. Uh, anything but forced romance. Yes. Consensual romance. Consent between the audience and the movie. That there's an under see no here as well is- as the parties involved. See, this is I feel like as though this is a good way of saying it. That sometimes you go to a movie and you do not consent to there being a romantic plot in it. You think you're That's just going true. to see like Fast and Furious people shooting each other. When I went into mm-hmm. this, I did not consent to watching people make out or have yeah. sexual relations. Yeah, or like. Uh, it's, it's somewhat different, but similar idea is Ocean's 8. I don't think there's a romantic plotline in that, but the movie itself is just chock full of gay subtext. But you know that going in. Well, yeah, it's right? eight women. Of course there's going like, to be gay subtext. It's like I've seen the trailer. I I understand the gay vibes that are happening here. Yeah, you look at the um, people you, that they you cast, and you're like, of course Kate it's going Blanchett. to be gay. Like, hello? <laughs> gay. But, you know, that's something that at least you expect going in, right? Yes. Whereas, if it's just like, I guess some people might say that if you're going in to see a Fast and the Furious movie, and it's like, Megan Fox wearing no clothes, like, is she in Fast and the Furious? I don't think so. But did you hear that when she... Uh, auditioned for Transformers. She was 15, and the director made her, like, dance around in a bikini as part of her audition. Ew. Horrifying. Terrible. Ugh. Anyway, imagine you're going to see, like, an action movie, and it's, like, all men, and then, like, Megan Fox wearing no clothes, and it's, like, I guess you might assume that there's gonna be a, a, a subplot there, but, yeah, like... I mean, I guess when I went into Transformers and I saw, like, okay, we have young Shia LaBeouf and this, like, really attractive Megan Fox, I guess I have to assume. But I didn't... But we shouldn't have I, to assume. But I shouldn't have to. And I don't want to. It needs to, to, to be natural in the course of the story. You shouldn't go into a movie and say, oh, those two people are young and hot. They're definitely going to fuck by the end. Like, you should go into a movie and say, oh, look, those two people have really good chemistry. Like, you know, yeah. like it, it should be a, a natural thing, not like we're shooting guns and, oh, wait, horny. Yeah. Anyway. I had a thing and then I forgot. Whose turn is it even? Who's to say? 
Who's to say? I think another great, oh, a great, great subplot is that uh, some of the side characters um, are just really involved with get out the vote efforts. Mm. Um, and they're just, you know, they're registering people to vote. They're, 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 um, they're pushing legislation that, uh, that inhibits uh, voter suppression uh, so that people's votes uh, have, have more weight. They're just like, they really support democracy. And that's just like their side hustle. I like that. I think a good side hustle is a good B plot. Maybe some side characters are podcasters. Maybe the main yeah. characters are podcasters, but it has nothing to do with anything nothing in the movie. Do. Like maybe they're like trying to solve a mystery that has to do with it's like it's like did fantasy. This. I already no, I'm did saying this it's one. Okay, fine. Maybe it's a <laughs> sports movie. <laughs> Ooh, sports movie is a and good one to throw some B-plots at. They're trying to win the championship, okay? They, they need a. to win the title. Their their team has has come in last for 15 years in a row. And now this is their chance. And on the side, they have a podcast about hedgehogs. Perfect. Perfect. They just like to talk about hedgehogs. Because, see, you could... Here's... This is, I think, a perfect example of what we're doing in this episode. A lot of sports movies, the, like, head dude in the football team is, like, in love with the cheerleader and the coach is like, you're getting distracted. Like, you can't like, go the girl out with next door. Yeah. yeah. And the coach is like, no, girls, like, we're going for the championship. But this time the coach is like, stop podcasting about hedgehogs. We're trying to win this championship. Stop taking pictures of your hedgehog for your hedgehogstagram. <laughs> hedgehogstagram. Oh, that's very good. No. Uh, I have one. What if Mm -hmm. it's... Let's see, what kind of movie should this be? I want to say fantasy, but I need there to be a phone available. It can be like a a real world with fantastical elements. Okay, that's true. It's a modern fantasy. And we're trying to fight some monsters where, you know, things are happening. A monster named Barb. Sure. And it's Barb from The Upside Down. She comes back as a monster. And Aww. Aww. <laughs> and you're really trying to fight it, but your parents, meanwhile, are going through this, like, really nasty divorce, and your mom keeps calling you to complain about your dad. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just this whole this whole background. I guess this is anti-romance, like, huh? I guess I didn't I, do it I right. I mean, I guess. But, I mean, I guess... I mean, it could be a situation where it's, like, you know that your parents need to get divorced. Like, you know it's the right call. But your mom just, like, keeps calling she just, you. like, needs to vent to someone. And you're like, she just, like, I'm in the middle of a fight, mom. Like, she needs to vent. Or she's like, I'm so sorry this is happening to you. And you're like, dude, I no, this is the right decision. Like, like I, I also, understand. I'm going to need to hang up because I am about to kill Barb. Not Barb from Stranger Things. A different Barb. A different Barb. Made out of barbed wire. Uh, okay. Called barb. Uh-huh. Anyway, I think another another option is, um, oh, here's a good one. There's all these things happening. And then just like on the side as a hobby, the main characters are like watching a new series or reading a new series of books and they're like really into it. And so they just like discuss a whole other story just like on the side. Maybe they have like a Tumblr dedicated to it. Like they're just like fangirling or fan humaning out 
on the side. And it's just like a thing that maybe they write some fan fiction, but it has nothing to do with the main plot of the story. Yeah, it's like the opposite genre of the actual story, yeah. but they keep telling the plot right. of this whole other story. Yeah. It, and you, you think maybe like, oh, is this going to interweave somehow? Are there parallels? No. No, there are none. I'm trying to come up with a, a B-plot about like future seeing, like seeing the future and telling a fortune. That's so Raven? That's the A plot. I guess. Maybe there's like a side character that like keeps seeing what's going to happen in the future, but like no one is listening to them. And they're like, okay, I just told you this was going to happen. Yeah, that's okay. Good. I just thought political drama. Okay. But it takes place on a boat and they're all pirates. (laughs) But like that's it's never really discussed. Like, mm-hmm. the political drama is really just about the politics in this community, and the, the political disagreements are not about boat-related things. Like, yeah, but, it's like, not aren't about- they all trying to be, like, the captain or something? No, I think they're just having, like, disagreements on, like, laws. So they're not, like, trying to run for an office. It's not that kind of political drama. No, it's, it's like you have, like, uh, uh, two representatives who are just, like, really- uh, just uh, disagreeing on some fundamental issues that are completely not boat related. Um, they're just like so, social issues, maybe. So the B plot is like sometimes they go and like steal stuff as pirates do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who are they trying to vote for, though? Like, what do you mean? I'm just trying to figure out like what a f- political affiliation a pirate would have. Well, they have their own parties. They're pirates. See, so I think I feel like that makes it not a B plot if, like, the parties are depending on the fact that they're pirates. Um, oh, you're right. Okay, some of them are Democrats and some of them are Republicans. Okay. <laughs> they're, just, <laughs> they're just fighting about the upcoming election, but also sometimes they go and like, yeah, steal shit. Yeah, they're just like I like abortion should be legalized and then the other ones are like no and then they're like wait we gotta stop to go get this treasure interesting okay yeah i think a nice i don't even know if this is a b plot just like one of the characters is a deer and it's like it's (laughs) It's not not a b plot (laughs) it's not like fantastical it's not animated it's just a talking deer Hmm. not a b plot but interesting to think about just consider that, guys. <laughs> I think a good B-plot is that, you know how we all have, like, a childhood stuffed animal or something? I know your sister, mm-hmm. Sarah, has Bunny. Bunny. I had was... Baby and Blanket. Mm. I think I had... I don't know what I had. Anyway, so I think the main character, like, loses their Blanket slash stuffed animal. And mm-hmm. let's see, what kind of movie is this? I keep going back to, like, hard-hitting action movies because I think they're funny ones to throw this kind of B-plot in. But like action, action, I think action. I think also like action and like fantasy stuff is also the stuff where you're most likely to have an unnatural feeling romance story. That's very true because because there's so much focus on on the the hard plot and like what's going on that a lot of times um, if if not done uh, um, deftly the the romantic plots just feel so forced. That's true. Okay, so. 
we got our hard-hitting action movie. Liam Neeson is trying to do whatever. But, like, he super lost his teddy bear, and so there'll just be, like, scenes of him, like, combing through his house, like, ripping all his shit apart trying to find it. And then, mm-hmm. see, this is what often happens when they try to put romance as action, is they try to make it seem like part of the plot by being like, oh, no, the girl almost gets killed, and it's like oh, what's the action star guy gonna do? Like, is he gonna save Megan Fox? So instead of it being, like, the love interest girl, the teddy bear, like, he finally finds it, and then whoever they're fighting, the big Transformer one, takes it, and he's like, Mm -hmm. shit, do I sacrifice the world, or do I take my teddy teddy bear bear back? That reminds me of Deadpool 2, where, um... Josh Brolin, I can't remember what the name of his character is in Deadpool, but Thanos, you know. Um, he, spoilers for Deadpool 2, uh, he, like, his wife and his daughter died, but he has, like, he, like, carries his, like, daughter's stuffed animal around. Huh. That's what that reminds Ooh, me of. Ooh, Sarah, you know what we should, what exercise we should do? Is we should We should think about Hunger Games, we should think about Hunger Games specifically, and instead of Katniss choosing between two shitty boys, what is she choosing between for the whole series? Like, what is she, what is it? A croissant mm-hmm. and a cinnamon roll. Okay. What if... She's... Like, Peta made some croissants, Peta made some cinnamon rolls, and she has to pick one. And she spends all three books just, like, yeah. dying over it. Just tearing her hair out over it. I think perhaps... She's trying to decide between... Oh, man. I came up with this and I have nothing, huh? I'm still kind of upset that you didn't react to uh, when you said what exercise we should do and I said push-ups. See, I Kind of like, salty. I heard that you said something, but I couldn't tell what it was and I assumed it was something like that and then I just decided <laughs> to move on anyway. <laughs> I just, Rip. like, wasn't quite sure. <laughs> Maybe she's trying to decide, like, which sweater to wear the next day, but she keeps but not being able to decide. She's very much not concerned about fashion, though. Well, maybe she's trying to decide which one would be most comfortable. Okay. Or which one would be, uh, like, most effective or, like, warm, f- but not too warm for going out and hunting. Yes. Which one would be, like, the most, what's it called? Like, efficient. I don't know. Efficacy. Yes. And she can never decide, so she just spends the whole series wearing one shirt because she can't decide which shirt to wear next. Yeah. Sounds like something I would do. Yes. Um, I think another option is, like, a person... All I can think of is rowboats, and I'm not... (laughs) I'm not sure what to do with the rowboats. Like choosing between two rowboats? Sorry, my brain went to other things. I forgot we were talking about things for Katniss to choose between. Oh, so you just want a general B plot to be rowboats. <laughs> rowboats. Maybe like instead yeah. of cars, everyone just gets around in rowboats and it's never discussed. And it's never discussed. Like they have to like create um uh um uh uh rivers and stuff like they have to create tributaries uh mm-hmm. to to get play like instead of building roads they just like dig up uh canals and stuff mm-hmm. um 
But then what if you mix that with the other B plot of drought? Now that's interesting. And then that's how they invent cars. In this movie, well see now we've got an A plot. Now I've just created a movie B plus about B how cars, equals A. <laughs> now we've just created a movie about how they invented cars. You know what a good B plot would be? Hold on. Whatever mm. the type of movie it is. But then the B plot is that all of the cars are like the cars from cars and they're sentient. So you have like half of the movie is just like regular people walking around. But then like there's also animated parts of the movie where the cars are cars and talking. Or it could be like mixed like people plus animation like that that scene in in Mary Poppins where they jump into the, the, the chalk drawing. Yes. Yeah. But the movie, like, is not about the cars. It's just, like, the no. two people are, like, walking down the street, and then the cars that you see in the background are just the cars. And then they're like, yo, Mater, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay, good. Um, I think we should each do one more. Okay, now I have to think of one more. Now I've, I've realized we've put pressure on ourselves. Or I have put pressure on us. Yeah, now we have to, like, have a good ending one. <sighs> oh, God. Um... I think a nice B plot could be that a person only writes in 0.7 mechanical pencils. Like, they refuse to write in anything else. And, like, they're trying to, like, sign off on a, on a lease or something that's part of the A plot. But they're like, I refuse to sign this in pen. Like, I, it needs to, to be pencil. And you can, like, you can go over it in pen afterwards to, to make sure it's, like, you know... St- permanent but like i can only write in a 0.7 mechanical pencil and um you have to provide it for me i don't i don't carry them with me it sounds like something you would do (laughs) to be quite honest 0.7 mechanical pencils are the superior pencil see this seems like something you would do but you would carry them with you you'd carry like a pack of 10 i'm looking i have like 20 on my desk right now i don't doubt it I think my last one is that you have your movie, maybe it's like a rom-com or a family drama. I, is whatever. it a rom-com? Yeah, it's a rom-com, the one we made. And <laughs> But in the background, like the characters have like this really intense D&D campaign. And, like, mm. they keep fighting about it or, like, it just takes up a lot of their time and they, like, talk about it all the time. But it has nothing to do with anything else. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. It, it's kind of similar to my one where they get obsessed with the fandom. But I think that yes. they go hand in hand. That works. Yes. Great. All right. What's our poll for this week? Oh, Lord in heaven. What's the best one? <laughs> what's the best one? No, we won't put any options. Just what's the best one? What's the best one? Give us your own, you know? I also think there should be no context to this tweet. It should just say, what's the best one? (laughs) That would not be useful. All right. Maybe we'll give you options. Maybe we won't. TBD. Okay. Uh, Kayla, what's your beef and your juice this week? Uh, Hold on. I'm going to go first so you don't take my juice. My juice is the sounds fake, but okay, out of context Twitter. So good. (laughs) It's a dream I didn't know I had, was to have an an out of context Twitter about me. 
but uh, I, it was a dream I knew I had, and I'm glad it's real now. Caitlin, who runs it, is a gem, mm-hmm. and a gem. Caitlin, uh, yesterday when we were recording this, the day we recorded with Bacon and Eggs, she posted a quote from, it had to be, like, one of the first episodes about, we were talking about how Katniss is Arrow Ace, and she had no idea that we were about to go on Bacon and Eggs and talk about Katniss being Arrow Ace, and it was just yep. the most beautiful coincidence in the world. It really was, and um, nothing I have ever said makes any sense. No. Uh, I already forgot the quote from Knives Out that I said earlier. I can find it. Was, it was, it was something it was. about it. How it, it makes, makes no, makes sense, no damn I'm sense com- compels yeah. me though. <laughs> yes, we've done it. <laughs> we've done it. Okay. Uh, that's my, my juice. My, uh, my other juice is that I don't have COVID. <laughs> Yay! My test came back negative. Uh, Yay. my beef is that, uh, uh, LA County is now the epicenter of COVID-19 in the United States. Uh, cases spiked 40%. Um, mm-hmm. that's all. Uh, I'll do my beef first so we can end on a fun note. Uh, my beef is that it's very similar to yours. Well, one of my beefs is that there's a giant fucking ant climbing up my wall, actually, now that I look at my wall and see a giant <laughs> fucking ant on it. <clears throat> anyway, but my it's other- brethren. I hate it. Lift. Uh, lift. Uh, I did get an ant sweatshirt, anyway, even though I, like, hate them in real life. Anyway, uh- my beef is that people think that, like, coronavirus is over. I was recently, we were talking to some family friends who I hope don't listen to this. And the lady was like, so did you wear masks? And we were like, uh, I mean, we're still doing that. And she was like, oh, I keep forgetting, like, haha, we just got out of this coronavirus thing. And I was like, no, um. no. <laughs> No. You want to come to Los Angeles? We're right back in it. Yeah, it's uh, it's not over, folks. Please still wear your masks. And, like, Michigan is doing much better because Big Grutch was so strict. Yeah, but even here, people, like, if you go to the grocery yeah. stores, I haven't been shopping recently. My parents usually do it. But, like, not a huge compliance rate with wearing masks in stores. <sighs> yeah. Um, I, I saw... Someone that I'm Facebook friends with posted about like how they're upset that gyms aren't reopened yet, and I'm like, gyms are like the nastiest places. Exactly, it's like the breathing is the is is the best way to <laughs> like to spread it, and you're gonna be breathing a lot if you're no. at a gym because gyms you're exerting t- yourself. You can't no, and you simply like can't. gyms gyms reopened in LA, but I'm not going back to my fucking gym right now. Hell like no. no. Absolutely not. I should freeze my membership, but I keep forgetting. <laughs> well, maybe when you're editing this, you'll remember. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's like, and the, well, the, and the person was like, you know, they, they, they work at a restaurant. And so they were like, how come I have to, like, deal with people's, like, people, like, getting drinks and, like, doing whatever, but I can't go to the gym. And I was like, I get that you're frustrated, but also gyms are really dangerous. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point, but I feel like my end conclusion of that was, like, restaurants also shouldn't be open, they not that they should open. both be open, <laughs> they should just both right. be closed if you want them right. to be the same thing. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. 
Uh, my juice is that I recently learned how to make recycled paper because we're in that stage of quarantine, and apparently I needed a fifth hobby slash side hustle. Uh, but you it's have hobbies? What are hobbies? I, see, the thing with me, though, is that you have zero hobbies, and I get a new hobby every two weeks. I have zero hobbies, and then every whatever else I do, I just dedicate my life to. That's true. So. Uh, so anyway, it's a very fun, relaxing time. And that's my juice. Can't relate. Go buy her paper. Yeah, you can buy my paper. Some You can buy my paper. I have it on my Instagram. Some very nice pod listeners have already bought my paper. It's very sweet. Giving her an excuse to make more paper. Great. All right. Uh, you can tell us about your beef, your juice, uh, whether people are complying with mask wearing in your community on our social media at Sounds Fake Pod. Uh, you can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash soundsfakepod. Uh, we are still working to get all of our stuff, or to begin our stuff getting transcribed. It's so a process. If you want it's to help us be more accessible, please donate. Please donate, and we can get that shit done faster. Um. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, you heard me. Our $5 patrons are Jennifer Smart, Sritha Pinnacota, Austin Lay, Drew Finney, Perry Fierro, D, Megan Rall, Quinn Pollock, Emily Collins, Book Marvel, Changing on Max, Tarek and Carissa, Simona Simon, Jamie Jack, Jessica Shea, Rhea Faustino, Daniel Walker, Barefoot Backpacker, Livy, Madeline Askew, Lily Funk, James, Corinne, Allison Space, Sky Simpson, and Brooke Siegel. Our $10 patrons are Kevin and Tessa at Dirty Kevin at Tessa underscore M underscore K, Arknest, who likes to promote the Trevor Project, Benjamin Navarro, who likes to promote Tabletop Games, Anonymous, who likes to promote Halloween, Sarah McCoy, who likes to promote Podcasts from Planet Weird, Maya Jimmy, who likes to promote Christopher's Haven, uh, Cassandra, who likes to promote the modeling Instagram at Little Red, Doug Rice, who'd like to promote Native by Caitlin Curtis, Maggie Capelbo, who'd like to promote her dog's Instagram at MiniMuffin19, and H. Valdez. Our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White, NathanielJoyDesigns.com, my mom Julie, who'd like to promote free mom hugs from a distance except in New Zealand, Sarah Jones, who's at Eternal Lolly Everywhere, Dia Chappelle, who'd like to, uh, wait, is that new? Yes, yeah, sorry, I meant to warn you. <laughs> I knew once Whoa. you started, I was like, shit, it's gonna throw her off. Shit. Dia Chappelle. You would like to promote the Under Realm series by Garrett Robinson. I just wasn't prepared for that. Which uh, apparently has a lot of very good queer characters, including a canon ace character. Nice. So, check it out. Um, Andy A, who would like to promote being in unions in the IWW, and Dragonfly, who would like to promote wearing a mask when you're in public. Yes. Thank you for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more Rest in Your Ears. And until then, put a mask on your dang cow. Please. <laughs>